The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Clarksville is such a wonderful city to live in and raise a family. It almost makes you want to burst into song. (laughs) But if you knew nothing about Clarksville but simply brought up the Clarksville Wikipedia page, how do you think that song would go? Have you ever read the Wikipedia page on Clarksville? I I think I read it briefly like when I first when got alerted to, to the move. job. Yeah, like when they first told me this was available, I wanted to see where I was moving to. So I briefly looked at it, but not that, like I didn't study it or anything. Well, you're about to hear it put to music as the guy who sings about cities and towns. And yes, that is his YouTube channel name. Rests his eyes and talent upon Clarksville, Tennessee. Turn up this song. All right. <laughs> This is a debut. All right, let, let's check this one out. Clarksville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, what a great city. Yes. It's the queen of the Cumberland. It's a gateway <laughs> to the new south. Oh, yeah. Clarksville, such a good place. I love absolutely everything about it. Oh, yeah. Clarksville, it's a wonderful community. True. Yeah, Clarksville, Tennessee, such a wonderful place to be. Oh yeah, it's a wonderful all-American city. Oh yeah, it's so historic. Look at all the great old buildings. Oh yeah, (laughs) wonderful Clarksville. Check out Montgomery County Courthouse. Yeah, I'd rather not. Clarksville, Tennessee. such a wonderful community everybody who lives there is wonderful oh let's go downtown all right let's see a show at roxy theater shopping at governor's square mall (laughs) oh yeah good old clarksville it is so wonderful oh yeah clarksville's great yeah it's got a lot of nice people yes it's got a good school system. Yes. It's got a great local government. All oh, right. Yeah, Clarksville, Tennessee. It is like the greatest community. It's in a song sung by the monkeys and in another one that's sung by me. <laughs> Clarksville. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't you think that you should set that as your alarm to wake up in the morning to that song? Uh, only critique is I, I, he should have thrown in a warning there about Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. <laughs> See, but he's probably going off of Wikipedia. Well, then we need to go change the Wikipedia page of like, yes, there are great people until they get on Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. So how do you think that the song about Hopkinsville would go? Because, oh, yes. There is a song about Hoptown, and you're going to hear that coming up. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Are you still singing the Clarksville song? Clarksville! With a lot of good people. <laughs> Played just moments ago by the guy who sings about cities and towns on YouTube. So now we're going to keep going down Fort Campbell Boulevard, straight over the state line, straight for Hoptown, because, oh yeah, you've got a song too. Oh. Awesome. Okay, cue it up. Let's go. <laughs> Debut. Let's do it. Hopkinsville, Kentucky. This kind of sounds similar. Nice city. 
2240 is the zip code <laughs> of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. It's a good community. Everything about it is wonderful and nice and great. Oh, yeah. Hopkinsville, a good place to live your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so great and it's so nice. Uh huh. Hopkinsville. He's reading Wikipedia now. Go cruising on Route 68. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hopkinsville. Check out Hopkinsville because it's so great. Oh, yeah. Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. La, la. <laughs> Check out the Penny Royal Area Museum. <laughs> Hopkinsville. It is the best place in the whole world. Everybody who lives there is a good person. They got good public schools and public library, yeah. Hopkinsville, Kentucky, it's the best place in the world. Everybody who lives there is a good all-American person. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah, I like it. <laughs> where is the mention of the sword and the stone at the Hopkinsville Community College? It didn't even the mention... Roundtable Literary Park. Uh, they didn't even mention their uh, their wonderful harbor and freight that they have down there that I, I love going to. Because it's a good store. All right, we're gonna have to update. Filled with good people. We're gonna have to update the Wikipedia pages for a few places just just to add yes. a few other little things. But you know what? Good effort. Good job. Yes. Love it. It's a good place full of good people. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Super Bowl is this Sunday. It's been media week all week long. And if you've ever heard Patrick Mahomes speak, it's a little bit of a cross between Ray Romano and Kermit the Frog. And so he was asked to do an impersonation of Kermit the Frog. And this is how it went. I'm talking right now. That's it. Did not go well, because that's just his voice, naturally, you know? So it got us thinking, why not do our own impressions as well? We have a wheel here. On the spot. An on-the-spot impression. We have a wheel, and we're going to spin it. And whatever it lands on is the impression that we need to try and pull off. I will admit right now... I do not have a vast array <laughs> of impersonations, so this is going to be a train wreck, at least on my end. Tiffany is very well versed. She can switch to French. She can switch to your cousin from Boston <laughs> on a dime. So very much a Tiffany game, but let's see. Tiffany, you're up first. Okay. Let me spin the wheel here for you. No idea what is on this wheel. Can't even oh. see that from here. What is it? What did it land on? Uh, you are going to be Marge Simpson, <laughs> and you're going to be picking a beer at the Thirsty Goat. Oh, okay. Right? You think okay. you can handle this? I'll right. give it a shot. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got something for the. Hold on, let me search the. Okay, I got it right here. You ready? Yes. All right, go. <gasps> Oh, I love this place on Clarksville Pike. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so quaint. Oh, let's see here. What do I want to have? Kong's Garage Band Stout. Oh, that Kong's Garage, that must be huge. 
Peanut butter milk stout. Oh, who doesn't love peanut butter and milk? Zombie dust pale ale. Oh, I don't think I would like that very much. Oh, the farmer's daughter blonde ale. You know, I am a farmer's daughter. My hair used to be blonde before I let it go to this beautiful glistening blue shade that I pile on top of my head. Yes, I will have the biggest glass of that that you have. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? I'll give you, I'll give you a thumbs up on that. That was a good right. march. Thank you very much. A pretty good okay. march. You got the raspy Ooh. voice in there. and Although, I was waiting for you to say homie. I do. That's what she calls Homer. Okay. Well, you know, Marge was by herself. I'm, come on, she's going to Thirsty Goat. First of all, there's this is no, this is a girls' day no, at Thirsty Goat. There's no way that Marge got to go to a brewery by herself without Homer. This is the Tiffany version of The Simpsons, <laughs> and it's a girls' day at the brewery. Okay, so we're gonna spin the wheel for you, Kyle, and let's see what celebrity impersonation it lands on. Uh, all right, here we go. Big money, big money, big money. No whammies. Oh, okay. Christian Bale as Batman. Okay. And you are reading the specials at Strawberry Alley. <laughs> okay, all right, hold on. Let me let me find this. Uh, let me get this all set. All right. Yes, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to Strawberry Alley. Let me tell you some of the specials that we have here today. If you're looking for something lighter, because you got to go fight the Joker. How about the tossed cob salad? Oh, yes. Grilled chicken, bacon, okay. eggs, blue cheese, oh. and a side of justice. It sounds so strong. <laughs> then, because Poison Ivy is on a running amok, why don't you shove it in her stupid face? Oh, my goodness. And have a power salad. Eat those red leaf lettuce, arugula, almonds, Fresh herbs, raisins, craisins, dried apricots. Oh, I like that. Yes. And then I'll take you straight to Arkham. Oh. All right, one more because my voice is really starting to hurt now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, if you like Robin and you have to grow up to be a strong boy, why don't you try one of our burgers? Mm. We have the house made breakfast burger, house ground beef. All-American cheese, bacon, fried egg, lettuce, pickles, peppercorn mayo, and tomato. But you better not eat it in the Batmobile because I don't want to have to go to Screaming Eagle Car Wash and get it washed yet again. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking for sure, you know, you combine that burger at Strawberry Alley (laughs) with the Farmer's Daughter Blonde Ale that Marge is having over at Thirsty Goat. You've got quite, quite a meal. I'm going to go eat a throat lozenge really quick. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Here in Montgomery County, we have a wonderful, highly rated school system. This middle school teacher is making headlines and being praised for using video games to teach ancient Greek history. You can see this teacher on TikTok. His name is Mr. Mahathy, and he shared a clip of playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey in front of his students and the whole purpose was to break down this key battle of the Greco-Persian War back in 480 BC of course made re-famous by Gerard Butler as King Leonidas in the movie 300 and so when he shows their thinking behind strategies on the battleground it's something that the 7th and 8th grade social study students now understand better than a lot of adults uh, I really wish 
growing up, we would have used more video games to teach us things other than Oregon Trail, where you just ultimately end up dying of dysentery no matter what you do. Could never beat that game. I thought it would have. I thought it would have been a great idea to have different video games incorporated throughout because they can be very educational. Sometimes video games get a really bad rap. I mean, don't get me wrong. One of my favorite franchises is Grand Theft Auto, where it's literally yeah, it's probably not a good idea yeah, no, for the classroom. It's, it's it's just causing havoc in a made up city. I get that. It's a it's John Wick with a video game. That's that's really what it is. Right? So you're saying it's awesome? Not really. No. <laughs> Either way, there's a lot of benefits. My daughter uses video games to learn. Granted, they're accessible for four-year-olds, so it's a lot of Bluey and Peppa Pig and stuff. But she does enjoy using video games to learn how to count. Like, And she gets very proud of it. Like, She'll bring over her little like leapfrog learning pad that she has, and she'll be like, you know, Dad, watch this. And she'll you know, pop balloons and she'll count and everything. It's like, it's nice having those as learning tools. And it's nice to see that we're getting away from the, hey, let's just make a mindless video game and actually put some learning into it. Now, I'm not saying Assassin's Creed is that because there's a whole time travel storyline and all of that. I'm not. I'm not saying we're all. Yeah, the way there, there. There still has to be some guidelines for age ranges, right? And there's still nothing wrong with having a mindless video game. Like sometimes after a long day, after I've gone to work, after I've you know been a dad, and my kids are in asleep, and, yeah. and my wife's asleep. Sometimes it's nice to just go, you know, turn on Call of Duty and just run around and try to be the last man surviving. What age range is Call of Duty? Like, is there an, is there an upper age range? On Call of Duty? Not, not really. Like play this until you're no, this year's old? No, there, there's nothing <laughs> like that. It's more of a, like, maturity rating system. Like, you got to be 18 in order to do it. So, you got to be mature. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> they don't really check it that hard. Well, what's great is now Nintendo is actually trying to step in and help with a lot of this educational video games. In fact, they're opening up their own learning center. It's really cool. Our child sure is struggling in school, especially history. I wish there was help. Now there is at Nintendo Learning Center. Our teaching staff will integrate video games and history in a way that's easy for your children to understand. All right, class, today we're going to learn about King Tut. If you'll see here, in order for Tut to even begin his reign, he had to partner up with Tails and defeat Dr. Robotnik. But it was easy because Tut was a hedgehog and super fast. We're talking sonic speeds. But where was Dr. Robotnik? Well, he was at the end of each stage, silly. Ah. Oh, now I get it. Your child will love Nintendo Learning Center. And next, Tut fell ill, although the cause of his illness is heavily disputed. Who took over when he fell ill? That would be Knuckles. Nintendo Learning Center. History and video games together at last. Enroll today. Really looking forward to when they learn how uh, Pac-Man defeated all those ghosts in World War II. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Rent and mortgages, they're so high. Interest rates are high. You get it. You know it's hard to maybe get a house these days or... Oh, rent has never been higher. Oh, my goodness. I mean, a one-bedroom, one-bath is at least like $4,000. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 kind of bad. It is what it is. Well, this woman created a cozy cottage on the back of a truck. You can see it on TikTok. It's under Ugly 
truckling, and she calls it a 70s hippie shack. And she built this because she said inflation rent, uh, it's just too dang high. So up in the Pacific Northwest, one-bedroom apartments are on average 2500 bucks a month. A little less here in Clarksville, but yeah. not by much. The outside of the house truck is covered with hand-split cedar steaks, like something out of Mad Max meets Cottage Core. It, she really did a great job with this. And she says the shingles will last forever because they're naturally rot and insect resistant. It's like a tiny home on wheels. Which is pretty amazing. Like people are getting very creative. And yes. part of that's good that you have the creativity to look at something like a truck and go, oh, I can make a house out of that. Also very sad that you're having to go. That you have to, <laughs> that can... it has to come down to that. And a lot of people are buying tiny homes off of Amazon. Uh, look. Spend, spending money on the real estate and then just ordering your house through the mail. I, I would be lying <laughs> to you. Trying your best to build it. I would be lying to you if I said that I hadn't considered putting a tiny home in the backyard of my home right now. Just so I have a place so to get away. So you get your own little man cave. That's right. Play video games in there and, you know, nap. Nobody has to, you know, tell Whatever me. Whatever you'd like to do. Nobody has to tell time. me, Dad, you're, you're snoring. Wake up. Nobody has to do anything like that. Well, what's great is if you would like this option, she has now inspired Ford to come forward and help out with this problem. Excellent. That's really cool. So Ford is now unveiling a brand new truck slash home. And if you haven't heard the commercial for it yet, don't worry. We have it for you right here. You need a vehicle that's tough, rugged, and also a house. That's why there's the new Ford House 50, the only pickup that has a home strapped to the roof. So it's like a mobile home. Nope, it's a home, and it's mobile. And you'll turn all sorts of heads as you drive down the street with your family living in the house attached to the truck. I guarantee you that. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a mobile home. That's a bunch of nonsense, and you sound (laughs) flat-out dumb. It's a truck with a home on it. Just listen to this satisfied Ford House 50 pickup driver. Uh, It's a mobile home. Maybe you're a mobile home. You ever think about (laughs) the new Ford House 50 pickup? Test drive one and test live in one today. Why is he so defensive? (laughs) (laughs) The Q Morning Crew on Q108.